Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. We have some breaking news. We'll just give you the breaking news right away. Kai Forbath was cut by the Patriots. What? Unbelievable. I just got that like message to my. You understand what you just did to me? There goes my. There goes my season. Your fantasy week. Kai Forbath. I just bid a hundred dollars on him. Who need Nick Folk? He needs another week for his uh, appendicitis to recover, and then you're just gonna have Kai Forbath. Oh my god! I'm crying right now. (laughs) Everyone, you're all weak. It is Tuesday, December third. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me. Week 13 is complete in the books, and mm-hmm. we will talk about what happened in week 13. We'll talk about waiver wire uh, stuff for week 14. We'll talk about what happened in week 13 and talk about waiver wire stuff in week 14. But you know what this week signifies for a majority of the fantasy football world? Yeah. Round one of the fantasy football playoffs. Now, some leagues... Do play 14 weeks and only have two rounds. Mm-hmm. So if that is you... Did we used to do that? Like, yeah, we used to do that. I think so, yeah. Uh, if you are one of those people, which it's a very rare breed, uh, then uh, you have one more week to prepare for the playoffs. But if you're not that league, like a majority of us, this is your first playoff week. Win or go home. If you lose, you're out. You're done. You're playing for the consolation bracket. Ugh. Consolation <laughs> bracket. Dude, we encourage people to play the entire season to play some yeah. spoiler, win those consolation brackets. But come on, you know why we're here? Fantasy championships. Should there be a minor prize for consolation bracket to get Hell people to try? Hell, well, probably like a pizza. You said to get people to try, so that's probably a yeah pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what do you even give them? What's a, what what's is a good consolation prize? It's not nothing. It's like a it's like something that nobody actually wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, that would be a good consolation. Just go to the store it. and get something that nobody wants. Like, it's something semi-valuable, but nobody actually asked for it or wanted it. You're like, ooh. Your grandma gets you one of the... Oh, I know, I know. A, a, okay. a Christmas sweater with Santa's face on it. Oh. It's like insult Brain to injury. for Christmas. Yeah. That it, could be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Said, that is not valuable at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I went, I went entirely against your point. Um, before we get into some news around the league, um, be first, uh, be sure, be first, be first. Yeah, be I first. I meant to say, be sure to do the following. Check yeah, out our website first. at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. Subscribe wherever you listen Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, anywhere you listen. Uh, click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Uh, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends um let's get started with the news falcons coach dan quinn confirmed there is no plans no plans to shut down julio jones and matt ryan that's good for fantasy owners i guess um if you're a falcons <laughs> i mean fan, for, probably... for julio jones yes for matt ryan uh if i were the falcons have I you angry just do cut it. matt ryan <laughs> Did he, did he have a good week this week? I don't know. No, he had like... I was going to say, did you rage drop Matt Ryan yet? <laughs> yeah, I probably would have if, yeah. if he was on my if team. I think he had... It was a Thanksgiving We game. talked about this, though. 
in the offseason. Yeah. This, was, this is Matt Ryan's down year. Yeah, he had 18 in our league. Yeah. So that's probably like 16. 16, 15, 16. Um, Falcons coach Dan Quinn also said uh, that Julio Jones' availability for week 14 is trending upward. So I'm guessing that this injury with Julio Jones is a lot more significant than was previously let on. I know a lot of the fantasy football community was uh, very much in on the fact that Julio Jones is going to play on Thursday night football. Well, he's usually he's like every single week. He has an injury problem in, in his past. He's always on the injury report for like an ankle or something. Yeah, up, and he's always like questionable for the game, and he always ends up playing. So right. that's why I think most people thought he would play, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, if you have Julio Jones for your fantasy playoffs. You better hope that he plays. I know. <laughs> he get robbed. Um, an MRI confirmed that Amari Cooper did not suffer any structural damage just to his left knee. Um, so on Thursday night football, he went down with some form of a knee injury. He is okay. I believe he returned to that game um, and played a few more snaps. Uh, Jason Garrett said Amari Cooper is expected to suit up in week 14. So there is that. Um, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, Phillip Rivers is in danger of being benched. Now, this was reported before uh, or before Sunday's game yeah, in which he threw for 250-plus yards and two touchdowns with one interception. So is that enough to save the job on Phillip Rivers? I don't think it – I mean, it, it probably is, but, you know, it – They desperately need it. It's very something. interesting to me that they did not do anything with the quarterback position this offseason. Like, they were, yeah. I, they were one of the teams that were interested in Josh Rosen. I thought for sure they'd at least draft a quarterback because Phillip Rivers has been on the downswing the last like two or three years, it feels like. Yeah. And then especially this year. And he's like, what is he, 38? 37? 36, 37. Oh, is he? Oh, I'll look it up. He might be 38. But it, it feels like he's like 58. Because he came in the league late. Yeah. But he's also the same age as Big Ben, so. He's 37. Yeah. And he turns 38 this week. Do you know, so... A lot of people are like, wow, the Chargers really suck this year, which they have. But do you want to – so I heard a statistic. <laughs> What's that face? There is a report today. Oh, no. That said Chargers shocked at Phillip Rivers' inaccuracy could be benched this week. Oh, you serious? Yeah. All right, so there goes that. Um, he was pretty – I don't know if you watched any of that game. He was – not he put I up a watch, okay like, stat line but, like but i did watch some of it and when i watched the game he blew yeah they uh what are they gonna bench him for i mean for well that's the God. problem is they don't have, that's why i said <laughs> it shocks taylor. me that they Tyrod taylor okay he's he could be a good backup yeah but but anyway they don't have anyone for the future so they said they said that the chargers because i don't know i think they're four and seven is that right i think they're worse seven eight nine ten, 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 ten. They're four and eight is it four and eight no we played more than that Four no, eight. Yeah, they're four and eight. So, wow. Last I'm, year, I'm last year, I, and I don't quote me on this because the numbers could be wrong, but I'm just going to throw them out there uh, because of, for the sake of shock factor. Okay. So, last year, they had, I think it was like eight games where they were, where they won by th- five or less points or something like that. And in those games, they were seven and one, right? Mm-hmm. This year, I believe they've had six games that they've had games that were like extremely close within four they've points, lost, yeah. and they've lost almost all I of them. I did see that. So um, the difference between Chargers last year and the Chargers this year 
is literally just them not winning it's, the close games. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it's like really if, if they won all of the games that they were supposed to win in the in the close game. I mean, they they got every single game was like ripped away from them at the end. And uh, they'd be eight and four instead of four. And eight. Yeah, they would be eight and four instead of four and eight. And uh, people would be like, "Oh, charge one of the better teams in the AFC," and like it would be completely different. They wouldn't be talking about benching Rivers. I feel like their schedule them. was harder last year, though. Yeah, and they still like came like they, they also some didn't. They great weren't able to. They, they weren't able to do what they needed to do because Melvin missed half the season. Uh, anyway, yeah. For fantasy purposes, uh, you should have benched Philip Rivers or uh, dropped Philip Rivers weeks if ago. If he's still on your team, get him off your team. Yeah. Somebody on our team still has him. Like, what are you holding on to hope for? Like, <laughs> he's a backup, bro. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lockham, four of CBS Sports, uh, reports that the Titans will consider using the franchise tag on Ryan Tanmai Hill. Um, that's probably uh, in your best interest. Yeah. Tennessee. I think Tennessee might have found their franchise quarterback. Maybe. We'll see what happens in the future. He didn't have a great week this week. I would think it was 180 um, and two touchdowns. Yeah, but they won. Yeah, I know. He didn't have to, he didn't have to go off. Uh, Derrick Henry. Lock and Four also reports that there is no timetable for a decision on a potential on potential discipline for free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown. Um they are probably not going to decide on punishment until he signs. Right now So why is the team right gonna want to sign him? This is what's gonna happen. This is right now, this is a standoff between the league and the New England Patriots. Whoever makes the first move, <laughs> it's going to get I don't. I don't think the Pats are going to sign. I'd be shocked if the Patriots sign him. They're getting desperate, bro. I, you know, as the Patriots you sign fan him now, and he'll be back right in time for the playoffs. Them to succeed, I would love it if they did sign him. Also, I'd pick him up off the waiver wire. I right would quick. too. Um, <laughs> I would be, I'd be bolting it. But for the I just wire. don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, me neither. Um, Nick Foles was benched at halftime of Jaguars Week 13. Can we talk about this for one, one second? Uh, we will talk about this. Um, we will talk about this in the quick reaction okay, segment. I, uh, so I just will go through it real fast. Save your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Jaguars head coach Doug Marone also said uh, that they are going to start Gardner Minshew in Week 14 against the Chargers. He said that he fits the scheme. Uh, he fits or whatever. I can't, I can't remember what he said, but he said he fits it better to get them wins. And um, what he meant to say by that is uh, <laughs> Nick Foles blows. Nick Foles absolutely sucks. <laughs> so we're going to start Minshew. Chiefs coach Andy Reid says there's a good chance Daryl Williams doesn't play in week 14 against the Patriots. He, uh, I don't know if you saw the play, but he was cutting upfield and his knee buckled. Ooh. They said that uh, it was a hamstring, but that did not look like a hamstring. <laughs> Typically, injury. your kneecaps. Yeah, that's or yeah. yeah. Anyway, Browns coach Freddie Kitchen said Baker Mayfield should be fine. He injured his hand uh, throwing. I think it hit off a helmet. Um, we saw that happen with Drew Brees earlier in the season. Yeah, it, he was out for he like, was out for six weeks. So, yeah. good news for Baker Mayfield. Bad news is the Browns are done. <laughs> yeah, they well. So they have a I was, statistical chance. They, their last three, I think they played the bank. Like, oh, and I, I'll pull it up. But it's a very easy Bengals, Jets, and um, I think they have to play Baltimore. That's going to be the game. Yeah, they'll probably lose that. And if that's that'll be their it. hope. The hope is Baltimore like rests all their starters and they have a chance. They did beat Baltimore earlier this season, though. So yeah, they play the Bengals twice. Baltimore is really hot right now, and that's why they're winning games. They play the Bengals twice and the Cardinals. Yeah. So there's a good chance they'll win all three of those. You know the um, Baltimore, and that'll you know, make them eight and eight. You know the Ravens dance. They score touchdowns. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Debo Samuel caught a touchdown to open the game. On oh, that was did great, he do it? was a great game. He did the celebration. I was like, where have I seen that? And then later in the game, Lamar scored and he did it. And I'm like, oh, he was what mocking the Ravens. What a clown. He was mocking the Ravens. It was a great catch for Debo, though. I'll tell you I that know, much. I know, but don't, <laughs> don't mock the, t- the the team you're playing in their building when they're 9 For the two, first time this year watching now. Baltimore, because I, do, I, I don't like the Baltimore Ravens as a team, but I like Lamar Jackson. I was really annoyed with the Ravens for some reason. Their uh their defense is very annoying. For some strange reason. Their defense? Yeah, they they're just a bunch of clowns. Oh, <laughs> uh, they are they are kind of clownish. <laughs> like their offense is You can clowning. say that about most good teams in the league. Though. I also I went back to my days of not for fantasy football purposes, I love running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But um I just well, watching people, football games, I like Lamar Jackson had 107 passing yards and 125 rushing yards. All he did was run in that game. Yeah, people said Lamar had a like, like I saw I was on Twitter and people were saying how Lamar slayed the 49ers and stuff, and I was like, he did not actually. That was like Lamar's been fantastic this year. Don't get me wrong, and even that game he did decent. Yeah, but that was not like Lamar was kind of shut down for a lot of that game. Yeah, not fully shut down because he was able to run, but passing the ball wise, and right. they only scored twenty points. Like San Fran did a good job defensively. It was literally. It was literally. Uh, um, I don't even know what the freaking play call is, but it's a it's a, I think it's an RPO where he fakes it off to the running back and then runs it. Yeah, he was an, doing that like every other play, um, and it was like, dude, what the? Freak? I'm like, can you do? If something? it works, it works though. You know, problem is it ain't gonna work for that long. Well, right. I was watching that game, and as good as San Francisco's defensive line is, I was getting so frustrated because I was like. He's literally doing the same thing every time. I know, but dude. He's so fast, but it's like, when are you going to learn? Okay, he can't throw the football have on to, us. They locked down Marquise Brown on the outside, mm-hmm. and their their linebackers were shutting down Mark Andrews. So it was like, he couldn't move the ball. Like, most ways to defend Besides a read option is to have one guy, like, you, you kind of play him a man. You'll have one guy focus on the running back, one, guy, one like, the outside linebacker yeah. focus on the quarterback. You need two guys on Lamar. You can't do that yet against Lamar because he will destroy the outside linebacker. They'll figure it out. It'll, it'll be something they figure, like, and it'll probably you be. Have to, you have, it'll probably think, be Bill Belichick in the playoffs when they rip the all the The only way you out. can defend that, I think, is to just focus on Lamar and just hope you shut down Mark Ingram. You need, you need a fast linebacker. Like yeah, but even a fast linebacker is going to get burned by Lamar. I was just getting frustrated because I'm like, fantasy-wise, that's awesome. But, like, in real life, <laughs> yeah. it's just it, you can only take so much of the – but it, this is what makes the Ravens so good is they just – they literally, if you watch the whole game, they literally just bruised the 49ers. Yeah. Just battered them on the ground until they couldn't do it anymore and, and kicked a field goal and won the game. So uh, it it should be interesting, but it was just I just wanted to note that that uh, Lamar was driving me crazy. We just running. Everyone loves it right now, but like that could get old so fast. I like when I like to watch wide receivers make one handed catches once in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually show their talent or skill. Uh, anyway, uh, T.J. Hawkinson was placed on injured reserve. Poor T.J. The Hawk is injured. The Hawk. He's out for the season. I'll be waiting for you next year, buddy. Yeah, breakout season. Uh, Matt Stafford is still week to week, according to Matt Patricia. And um, Kyle Shanahan said he's optimistic that Matt Breda makes his return in week 14. Not that that matters, because you probably aren't going to play him. Uh, let's get into a, some quick reactions for the week. 
I know you have a a bone to pick on Nick Foles. <laughs> um, there were many people um, in the fantasy football community that recommended the streaming option you can of have Nick me. Foles, okay. including you. I know Mike. I was on, I was on that. Mike Wright from the fantasy footballers retweeted, uh, or not retweeted. He tweeted out a GIF. I don't even know what the GIF was, but uh, he said, "I'm sorry for uh, telling, you, to telling you guys to start Foles." Um, so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's not something that was expected. I, the line of thinking that you had on the Nick Foles thing, because I was a little bit hesitant when yeah, you when you, you were when you put Nick Foles in the show notes. I was very hesitant <laughs> to go after Nick Foles as a as a guy that I wanted. Um, but it's very reasonable to think that he would have a good game considering the matchup. But he was just. I watched this game on Red Zone, and he is god awful. So it was. I feel like it was logical, right? Yeah. Tampa Bay going into the game ranked thirty first against quarterbacks. <clears throat> yeah, only team worse than them is Arizona. They've they're um after allowing <laughs> minus two points to Nick Foles, they're at twenty eight, which means they're still blow. That's how bad they were. <laughs> That's how bad they were. Um, Nick Foles looked like absolute hot garbage. Yep. Like a total trash can, uh, did Dumpster not fire. look like he deserved to be in the NFL. I hate, wow. I, I hate, I hate to be that blunt about it. I'm a little salty because I did start him in our league and he got minus two points. Yeah, that blows. Um, and you were facing me. Yeah, but I mean, take the fat out. Yeah, Nick <laughs> Foles. Can't believe I ever trusted him. But again, the we lo- faced each he, other somehow threw, twice in two different leagues. He, yeah. He threw the ball 50 times the last two weeks. Right. So a guy who throws the ball 50 times going up against the worst passing defense in the league at home, who isn't a ba- who many consider is not a bad quarterback. Nick Foles, by many people going into this week, is considered not a good quarterback or a great quarterback or anything like that. But yeah. he is a solid NFL quarterback. And if he's throwing the ball 50 times against a great matchup at home, he should get like 20 plus points, yeah, right? Right. Or I wasn't even expecting like thirty, See, but like twenty to twenty five. I wasn't a believer in Nick Foles, but Lord knows I didn't think Nick Foles was going to have negative two. Three drives, first three drives, three turnovers, and even when he wasn't turning the ball over, right. he just didn't look good. And he looked, he looked nervous in the pocket. Yeah, I I think that's do the unfortunate part. Nick Foles is the perfect career long backup. And it's yeah. it's unfortunate because you want the guy to succeed, but he just whenever you give him the cash, Can you give him, he beat the Patriots. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's um, when you give him the and Tom Brady freaking wasn't his fault. He threw five hundred yards, five hundred yards, touchdowns, like four touchdowns. Yeah, in a Super Bowl at the age of what thirty nine. It's yeah, unbelievable. Like anyway, uh, Nick Foles. It's it, they give him the money. He this has happened twice to him. People don't re- don't don't remember the first time. He played what was it for Minnesota, or I can't remember. It wasn't Philadelphia. It was he played for another team. He took over for a starter. It and, was oh gosh, it wasn't Minnesota. Was it the Rams? I think it was the Rams. Actually, I'll look it up. And then he went to play for the Rams. Sounds right. He might have went to go play for the Rams. I don't know. My God, he seems like this has been a journey for him. It has been. But he he was Yeah, he's played for the Rams and the Chiefs. 
I don't remember when he was on the Chiefs, but I guess he was on the Chiefs for a year. So the Rams gave him the bag. In 2015. And he uh, blew chunks. Yeah. And then after that, he went and signed with uh, Philly and was a backup there. Obviously, we saw him win a Super Bowl, and then he basically he a earned chance. a job in the NFL with a second chance, and now he's lost it, and he's only started three games with Jacksonville. Yeah. Unless um, Minshew gets hurt or like completely chokes, do you see full starting again this year? No. Um, unless, yeah, like you said, unless Minshew chokes. But you could also – the big situation with Nick uh, with Gardner Minshew, that was not a foreseen thing. Nick, Gardner Minshew was what, a sixth-round pick? Yeah, nobody expected no him to. No one expected him to play as well as he did this year. And so I think for them it was more or less we can put Nick Foles on a short leash because we believe in Gardner Minshew. So uh, it's unfortunate that Nick Foles completely blows. But I should have saw that coming, though, of him being on the verge of getting benched and being like, even though he's got all this great matchup, just I wouldn't want to risk the chance of him getting benched, Yeah, which ended up happening. It was like last year with Fitzpatrick. and Right. It, started it, it your, is kind of that. Well, yeah. Either one's going to get 30 points, but start at your own risk. And because, yeah, there's a yeah. chance he gets benched in the first quarter. Right. Um, Derrick Henry might finish as the number five RB in fantasy. Uh, I feel so emotionally destroyed by that. He's just so... He's a you tank. know what's happening right now? I uh, I realize. So this year, I, I've talked about it before. This has been a down year for running backs in fantasy football. It has, yeah. Normal seasons. Christian McCaffrey is having a normal year. A normal, like, that would be a top two or three year in a normal running back year. Mm-hmm. This is a down year for running backs in fantasy football. Um, Zeke has 177 fantasy points, and we have four games left. Yeah. Zeke had like 240, 230 and he, fantasy points. And he point was like an year. RB, what, five? Yeah, but it's it's the same thing with everyone. Like Dalvin, everyone is mm-hmm. in that same boat. So, like for Derrick Henry, I think he's just capitalizing on... He is, but like he, has, he Freeman, has been good this Devonta, year. I, when I did research in the offseason, Devonta Freeman's RB1 seasons... Like in half PPR, he always scored like 212 fantasy points. Yeah. Normally, in a in a normal RB, like running back fantasy season, that's like six or seven. If Henry was involved, but in the seasons that he finished top three, uh-huh. that was those were the years that happened to be bad years in fantasy. So I think it's the same thing with Derrick Henry. No, where, it is. But if he was involved in the passing game more, he would be insane. Like oh yeah, just his usage. If and, if is the big thing. It's not even if. It's never going to happen. Unfortunately for him. Yeah, I mean, we. I would. Nobody uh, thought it would be Rick, like that with Chris Carson. The only reason why I don't like Derrick Henry is because he can't catch the ball. If he could catch the ball, I'd be all over. I, I know, but like it hasn't even mattered this year. Yeah, I, I think the other thing is too is they just to, use him so much, which is kind of what I when right. I when I like flipped the switch on him before the, right before the season started. It was just because I was looking at like everything, reading everything, going justifiably where he was going was not a bad place for him. No, like I thought it was slightly early, but I mean it wasn't like a yeah an awful place. It's just like he was the only back in that backfield, and unless he got hurt, which he didn't, they were gonna give him the ball like on the ground twenty plus times every game. Right. Which if he's decent, which he is, because he's just a tank. He's huge then he's going to put up fantasy numbers. Right. Um, every time I switch to half PPR, the whole fantasy pros system blows. All right, so I'm trying just, to look at the numbers. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the numbers. So from twenty for 2018, I did this last week, I think. Uh, 
the top three running backs in fantasy football had 275, Todd Gurley won. Saquon Barkley, 250, and Alvin Kamara, 245. Christian McCaffrey had 230, and Melvin Gordon had 229. James Conner had 220. Kareem Hunt had 217. Zeke had 213, right? Yeah. You go to this year. McCaffrey has 302. Dalvin Cook has 233. Jones, 197. Henry, 192. Eckler, 185. Nick Chubb, 185. Leonard Fournette, 175. It's, it's literally... A very down year for running backs. There's two guys, and that's it. Yeah, that's um, Cook and McCaffrey. And I think Zeke can and will get to that point where he's like he is a top three back. But everyone else he, is he, just. You think he catches uh, Aaron Jones? Uh, yeah. What yeah, is he? At? He's one seventy seven. Aaron Jones is one ninety seven. Ooh, I don't know. Aaron Jones has had four and five points the last two weeks. I know, but he's due for a 40. Yeah, that's true. The only reason why he's up there is because it really he's 30 is. Point, he's, 30 That's why I said teams. I don't like Aaron Jones this year at all. He's been so – he's like the Tyree kill of last year. Right. Where he would get like 35 and then 5. Right. But he's that for running backs. I mean, he's been great, but for people treating yeah. him as like the third running back in fantasy, he's just been so inconsistent. Yeah. Um. I just find it so. This is like I said. This is one of those seasons. It's an off year. What did I say? Derrick Henry had. This is through twelve weeks because my freaking app is blowing it up it right like now. Some, I think it was how many points did he have this week? Twenty. Twenty three. Twenty three. Um. So he's at the two hundreds, which at this point last year would have been nine or ten. Twenty two. He had twenty two this week. So this point last year that would have been nine or ten. Really? Yes. Yeah. So, which is what four. we thought at best he was, if they used him the way that we thought right, we'd right. use, which so, they have. What I see is next year running backs going back to normal, and Derrick Henry being well, drafted in the so first round. So here's an argument and then to be made: busting because that are running backs ever going to go back to normal ever? I, it it varies year to year. Well, because because t- three years ago people were asking the same question, and we went back to. Like last year was a yeah, good year for fantasy running back. But I feel like more and more teams are using committees every year. And it started two years ago when Kamara yeah. and Ingram happened. And team and the Patriots were the team were actually the first team that started it. And teams looked at those guys and saw how well they did using right. committee backfield. We have to and see I it. I think they're starting to use we And have you look at the teams we, that don't do that are the yeah. only guys left that are great like the Panthers. I'm don't curious. Do I'm McCaffrey. curious just to see. Maybe it's just a bad offensive year because I want to see what what wide receivers were doing over the course of this time. So right now uh, we have Michael Thomas with 211, Godwin with 198, Evans with 179, uh, Tyreek Hill this time last year had 217. We had Thielen with 210, uh, Devonte Adams with uh, 200, and then Michael Thomas had 195, and Brown had 198. So, so it's um, a little worse. Than it's last a little year. worse than last year. But I, I really do feel like, like, have you felt like this year has been just a worse offensive year? Besides, well, it has. I do agree with that yeah. overall in the landscape of the NFL. It has been a little bit worse. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Derrick Henry is the RB five. Like, like I said, do you not see this happening next year where everyone drafts? He, he's a he's gonna get drafted as a top seven, top eight running back, and then he's gonna end up being like fourteen or fifteen, and everyone's gonna be like a bust of the year, and it's gonna be like. Well, we could have told you that. Yeah, well, he's good. He's good. That don't get might me wrong. not happen if the Titans keep using him like this, and other teams don't. If Tannehill continues to succeed, will and they and to use him like yeah, this? 
I, don't know. I think that helps. I, I really got to get over it. Opens it up. Henry hate. I think you do. <laughs> I need. To, I need to move on. Uh, all right, let's let's move to a different uh, topic. Uh, Devonte Parker is he for real? One fifty nine, yes. two touchdowns. It took me a, like people six weeks have to get been waiting. And Rick, I'll tell you right now, people have been waiting for the breakout of Devonte Parker for years. Not not months, years. He's been great this year. He's been absolutely spectacular, and he's the wide receiver twenty. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. This is this is Devonte Parker breaking out, people. Uh, over the last couple weeks, week 17, uh, I mean week 11, 12, and 13, he's had 17, 12, and then 31. And in the last four weeks, he's gotten at least 10 targets. Yep. So, it all wait, does Ryan Fitzpatrick have mm-hmm. something to do with that? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, so, in fact, every game that Ryan Fitzpatrick has started he, this year, Devontae Parker has got 10 or more targets. I think this is what he can do with an average quarterback. I imagine if he had a good quarterback. Maybe the Patriots should. Uh, I think he's a free agent this year. Is he? Should take a look. Hmm. I can keep throwing crap. Very the interesting. Hope it sticks though. No, I think as long as Fitzpatrick is the starter rest are of the you, season. Yeah. Is that what you were going to ask? Like, I was going to ask. Are you okay? We're we were fourteen of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you need. You know, you don't have a flex. Yep. You know, I was. I told you before the show. I almost got Michael Thomas this week. Would left my flex empty. Would Devonte Parker be an option for yeah. me in my flex yes. if I had done I that? I think so. I was actually trying to trade for him as a wide receiver too. I was thinking yeah. about him over Christian Kirk, and he's cheap. Yeah. If you at the time, if you could trade, our trade deadline went by. If you still, and can a lot trade. of teams would have done that. Kirk for Parker, like yeah. before I, this I'm week. I'm not sure if anybody can still trade, but no, 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 probably not. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> Um, but like two weeks ago, would you have if you had Christian Kirk, would you have taken, or if you had Parker, would you have taken like someone like Christian Kirk, or like a low end like, uh, a wide receiver in like the mid twenties? Yeah, probably. I think most teams would have. Yeah, because you're looking at it going. Oh, well, is he it's gonna, a Miami. Is Dolphins. he going to have seventeen yeah. points again? But hey, anybody who's getting ten targets a game is uh, typically does well. Yeah. Unless their quarterback is like Nick Foles. Yeah, it's true. Um so Devontae Parker, one fifty nine and two. Um I I personally think he is is on his way to he's got the Jets in week fourteen and then the Giants in week fifteen. Cincinnati's pass defense has been relatively decent this year, which is shocking. Uh they have given up the ten tenth least amount of fantasy points uh to wide receivers. So it's been interesting uh, for them, but that's going to be a tougher game for him. And then if you have Week 17 games, he doesn't have a good matchup against New England. So uh, you're you're sitting here looking at that those two matchups. I, I mean, I don't know what you can get from him rest of season, but I think he'll be solid the next two weeks. The next two weeks he'll be very good, like but after that he's probably worthless to most people <laughs> for the championship. <laughs> and then uh, I just wanted to point out one more thing before we move into our waiver wire additions because that's what people come here for. Um, Devont, I mean uh, Darius Geis. Mm-hmm. He ran ten times for 192 yards and two touchdowns. That's insane. Did, so this so, is it. This is this is me going back in in the off season in 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 May when I'm uh, nothing to do and I'm like oh I wonder what Darius got oh 10 192 and two fifth check. round fifth round pick maybe. <laughs> um, so it is. Did, I didn't watch any of Panthers Redskins. Um, did you watch any of the game? Yeah. Okay. So did, was it like two big runs that got him all that, or was it like yeah, basically? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like. I know he only had ten carries because you can only do so much with ten, 
But was it right. like one play of the 10 and then the other? He had like, I think it was three or four 30-yard runs, I was believe. It, okay, so it was something like that. Like yeah. Really good then. Yeah, he was and, extremely efficient. Why did he only get 10 carries? Because they continued. This is like the infinite Frank Gore. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. I wish I could see the snap-by-snap situation. Snap like use, use their talented running backs? Thank you. It's, it, it is ridiculous. It's so – Bill Belichick ruined the game of football. <laughs> For fantasy, 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 fantasy the game of fantasy football, um, because he's probably so happy about that too. I, he, he I, literally, I was talking, to, I was talking to somebody today about it. They literally invented, they didn't invent it, but they made the RBBC popular. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. So ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to pull up to see what the what Peterson had. Uh, no, I'm. I want. I want to see what Geist did in this game. Oh, for to, his runs. Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of them, but it was there were two. He had a sixty-yard run, and then a, a couple of. Uh, I think it was a couple of thirty, forty-yard runs, but that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's. I'm sorry, I put it backwards. It's one twenty-nine, one hundred and twenty-nine fantasy points, not one hundred and ninety-two. Who had? No, I did not. Not fantasy points. Yards. I said. Oh gosh. I said 192 yards. It, it is one. That's what I was. I was in. 129. What the heck? Yeah, that's like an average of 19.2 yards a game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. 129. That's still yards. great. Though. That's still really good. So, uh, is this a Darius guy? Not. Not rest of season. He's worthless. Rest yeah. of season. If you own him. And uh, well, he, next weekend's Green Bay. If he gets. If he gets. If he gets 17 touches a game, he might actually be good. The problem is, that was the plan for him early in the season. Now it's later in the season. You've got your rookie running back, I know, and it's like, do I want to give him all that work? The, well, he's a second year back now. About to be a third uh, Yeah, year I'm back. sorry, not rookie running back. But um, it's his first year playing, so whatever. Yeah. he uh, He's only getting, like, like even last week against. So since he's come back, touches wise. Right. He had, let's see, he had eight touches in his first game, and then he had 11 touches last week, and then this week he had 12. So it is going up, but it's like you can't be the way he's playing. You have to give this guy like close to twenty. Touches. We're gonna have to see this week because if they do give him more touches, it's gonna be this week. This is the time. Would you like, consider starting him at your flex this week? If you no, no. Well, against, well, against, against Green Bay, twenty seventh against Green Bay. It's a risky, a risky play. Very risky play. What if you have like Adam uh, Thielen, uh, who's like your usual flex, and has been like. <laughs> I think Adam Thielen's mo- most people's wide receiver too. <laughs> He's some wide receiver ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. For some teams. Um, I, I mean, for me, yeah. I, I or, like. I'm just using him as an example. But if you guys in my flex, if you need somebody, is not a bad play. I, it's because he's play, he's facing. It is but just. It is know, very risky. Yeah. Just be no. Like everyone's gonna be like, you told me to start Darius guys. Why did you do that? And then he got he got ten, he got a uh, five points. He got four carries. Yeah, for fourteen yards. When playing fantasy football, it's all about uh, what I like to call it calculated risks. Yeah. And um, this is a calculated risk. And if, if it doesn't pay off, it doesn't pay off. Um, but you have to expect that. If you are the best team in the league and you have your flex who has a good matchup, who's a good flex, right? Mm-hmm. I have Julian Edelman, my flex, right? Yeah. So, like, if I had Darius Geis on my team, and Julian Edelman on my team, and Julian Edelman's playing a bad matchup, but Darius Geis has got that game against the Green Bay Packers, and you're like, ooh, that's a good matchup for Geis. Ooh, 
He just had 129 yards and two touchdowns, 26 uh-huh. fantasy points. I'm gonna. Hmm. Should I start him? No, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> if you're one, if Julian Edelman is your flex, you're probably one of the better teams in your fantasy league. But I think I think for me, if you're a very good team in your fantasy league, you shouldn't take risks like that. Start the guys who have guaranteed fantasy points. Don't take start risks. Your studs. If you are a team that's sixth place and you're playing the number one team in the league and you have to get a win. And your usual flex is like James White. Right. It's like 10 points a week. Or Kareem Hunt. We're going to talk about James White tomorrow. Uh, But anyway, that's a good place to start Jarius Geis. Yeah. Although I think I would be kind of scared of Geis, even though it's a good matchup. Uh, I want to see, see him do it again because I don't trust the Redskins. Yeah. And what do you think the chances are Green Bay gets up like 21 nothing against the Redskins? That's a very real possibility. And if that happens, they're not going to give the ball to guys. No, they're not. So um, That'll do it for our quick reactions portion of this episode. We are going to move into our waiver wire editions. Um, this this part of the show will probably go a little bit faster. It's, These are it's gonna kind be of dying each week. Really, now we're yeah. in the playoffs. So. We're gonna we're really this is <laughs> this is where you probably have some roster spots. We will preface this by saying this is the time. If you have a bye week in your league, this is the time to go out and get your streaming defenses for fifteen and sixteen. To get mm-hmm. your streaming kickers for fifteen and sixteen, yeah. To get your streaming quarterbacks for fifteen and sixteen, and to pick up your uh, your handcuffs, yeah. That's your playoff preparation. You spent all the week fourteen doing that, and you're good to go. You have the advantage over four uh, other teams in your league to prepare for a week that hasn't even happened yet because you have a bye week. So. Take this time to do that instead of saying, oh, I have a bye week and just not do anything this week. Yeah. Get your guys now and have a little foresight. Get your guys now and and, and prepare for that week 15 and 16. So then when the other teams get there, they're like, oh, that guy I wanted and he got picked up this week. Ugh. That's what you want to do. So that that was a good, that's a preface for this. I would I'm 100% agreeing with you on that. I but think this is a big week. Let's start with um let's start with running backs. There's okay. there's not a lot of them. Um is give us one that you're you're well, targeting the, on the waiver wire. The guy on the top of the list it's Benny Snell. And obviously if James Conner comes back, he's right. kind of useless. But the way Conner has been kind of it's not the mysterious question? but would you be shocked at all tomorrow the Steelers announced he's just they're shutting him down, James Conner for the year? Uh, Would you be shocked at all? They won this week, right? They did. Yeah, so I don't think they'll shut him down. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked, but I think they know they need talent to win in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that talent is going to be James Conner. You're not going to win playoff games with James Devlin and uh, what the hell's the guy's name? <laughs> Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So well, it's Devin, Devin um, Hodges. Hodges now. He's getting the same amount of work as Connor did when he was in there. Twenty-one the first week, and he had sixteen rushes last week. A little less efficient, but he did have a rushing touchdown, which totaled what sixteen, seventeen fantasy points for this week. I mean, uh, twelve to thirteen fantasy points. He I had, he had uh, thirteen points this week. Yeah. So. Um. So he doesn't get involved in the passing game. He had one like catch. James Conner. Like when James Conner doesn't run it a lot, like fourteen, fifteen times, he usually gets mm-hmm. five, six targets. So he's not going to get the targets that you want. Um. The workload is there. 
He's playing Arizona this week. Yeah, which so is a that's good the matchup. reason I Arizona, say Arizona, um, Buffalo, and New York week 14, 15, and 16 are really easy matchups. If James Conner does get shut down, this is the guy well, you want. Buffalo and New York are actually kind of – they're not easy. They're not hard, but they're not easy. Um, Buffalo Ari- just gives up a lot of fancy points. To Ar- Ar- Arizona is kind of an easy matchup. Um and I think there's a good chance Connor doesn't play this week. If you have James Connor on your roster, especially, and you're in the playoffs, I think, and you and you're like, you're really relying on him to come back this week, and it doesn't look like he's going to play this week. Benny Snell, I think, could be a great pickup because I think he's going to get another like 13 to 15 against Arizona, yeah, which yeah. could be a good flex option. Right. Um, I want to strike one guy off. Okay. There's going to be a group of people. That are going to target Patrick Laird of the Miami Dolphins. You want to know what his totals were this week? All right. What is so it? He scored a touchdown. That's cool. I think he had four or five catches. That's that's awesome. Um, he ran that's it ten times. Ten times on the ground. That's a decent amount. That's like fourteen. Yeah, he had six yards. Oh. <laughs> six total yards. Six total yards. Like catches. Him what is that? That's point. Four? How is that possible? Wait a minute. How huh? do you get? How do you get six yards on ten carries? That means you had to go backwards. Did, does three that times. include his receiving, or is that rushing? Six yards on ten carries. Six yards on ten carries. It's okay. just rushing. That's still bad. That's still terrible. He's a better pass catching back. Okay. But um, anyone who thinks that yeah, at this point, gosh. at this uh, this is what I'm waiting for. The Miami Dolphins just pony up and start Miles Gaskin. Because this is getting ridiculous. Your running backs suck, and I don't think anyone else. There's a team that's going to draft a running back. We were talking about this. Yeah, Miami. Uh, totally forgot. Yeah. Miami. Miami. We're, we'll probably do a whole show on that when the draft comes yeah. along. Uh, but yeah, so for me, like, get like, not that Miles Gas is going to be good, but what do you got to lose? You yeah. can't run the football with anyone else. They just they. They're what do they have? Ten way. total rushing yards. It's like playing um, Madden and not giving it to your running back the entire game. One more game. guy. Uh, would you consider Raheem Mostert? Um, I don't mind Mostert, but Mostert's success was purely because Breda was out. Um, and so the problem. Did Coleman play? Yes, I believe so. And he was pushed aside. Um, no, he played. He just didn't get a red zone carry. I don't believe. Could, well, Mos- Raheem Mostert got that. nineteen carries. So unless Mother of God, Tevin Coleman didn't play. Yeah. So <laughs> unless they, let me look. Um, Coleman did play and had five carries for six yards. What the hell? He took a back seat. Interesting. To who? Mozart. Gross. Yeah, I would just stay away from the San Francisco. <laughs> I know. I I would too. I've been saying. I said that before the year started and in the beginning of the season. And then I had a little stretch where I liked Coleman. Then I yeah, had a little I mean, stretch where I liked Breda. So, so it's like if 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 Breda, my my problem is is there's no predictability because next week it could be Coleman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't start Mostert and be they're gonna ride the high comfortable. Hand, yeah, yeah, no, no, right. But you can't start Mostert and be comfortable with it. And I think you know, especially if Breda comes back, you're gonna have the three headed monster again instead of the two headed monster. And it's just, it's throwing, you know, it's like... RBBC. Yeah, an RBBC. It's like throwing darts at the wall, like I've always said, with the Rams wide receiver core and hoping one of them sticks. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if I, at this point, I would rather have a handcuff 
sitting on my bench than a guy by the name of Raheem Mostert. If he gets 19 carries the rest of the season, and I know that, then I'll pick him up. But other than that, I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. Um, Darwin Thompson, I did want to note, had a had a uh, a touchdown. Did he? That's why he's on this list. Huh. Um, there you go, Darwin. Yeah, and uh, Daryl Williams is out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, what's his face? Shady. Uh, oh, Shady's Williams. an old man. Old man uh, Dar- Damian Williams. Holy crap. They have too many Williams, and I'm yeah, getting they, really confused. They do. I just called them Darian Williams. So I mixed Daryl Williams and Damian Williams <laughs> together. Uh, anyway, with Damian Williams being injury prone, Daryl Williams missing time, most likely, and um, LaShawn McCoy being 120 years old. <laughs> uh, Darwin Thompson. He's hey, not a good pickup. Hey, hey, hey. He's no. not a good pickup, no. Um, but he might get more like a work. 16-team league. I, I'd love to say get ahead of it and like pick up Darwin Thompson, uh-huh. but I just can't do it. Yeah, no. It's I'm not, not, not going to jump on that board. Um, so I, I don't think there's any other running backs. Uh, nope. Peyton Barber did have a good week this week. Um, he's been slowly taking all the work again from Yeah, who would have saw that coming? Ronald Jones has been really good. I think we're going to start him what next like three weeks, six carries for eight yards this week. Which isn't good, but like six carries. Six carries like you know who did worse? Patrick Laird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to let's go to the wide receiver position. Um, and I clicked on the wrong thing. I clicked on tight ends. They just want to skip over wide receivers. So the first one for me is James Washington. Um, I think we talked about this last week. He's owned in a little bit more leagues. He had a really good week this week with Dev- Devlin Hodges. Um. He is a guy that you could start in a good matchup mm-hmm. in the playoffs and, and get a get a decent game. But he is also one of those, like we talked about with Darius guys, he's a he's a big risk guy. He's a guy that if he catches a sixty yard touchdown pass, you're feeling like like, like he did this week, I think it was like a forty yard touchdown catch. You're feeling like oh, crap, I just saved my entire fantasy week with that one performance. But there is a very real possibility that he gets one catch for eight yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just screwed. So um, start with caution if you do play him in any capacity in the playoffs, but only in good matchups. So listen to the show, and we'll tell you what to do with James James Washington when uh, the time comes. Yeah. But I think he's he's worth a pickup. I don't disagree with that, especially if Juju is out. For a significant period of time, which it looks like he will be. I think they should just, well, the problem is, I'm like, you, at this point we're asking the questions about shutting down <laughs> Steelers, and right now <laughs> Mike, Mike, Tomlin, Mike Tomlin's like, we're fighting for the playoffs. I'm like, they dude, are. If the season you're end, going to get freaking destroyed if the season, in the first round. I really hope the Steelers don't make the playoffs, and it's not, no offense to Steelers fans, I just don't want to see Devlin Hodges in a playoff game. I know, that's. I really don't. They won't make it. The season ended today, they're the sixth seed. What are they, Who's, six and five? They're seven and five. Seven and five? Yeah. So the team. I honestly only, think Buffalo can catch them. I mean, um, Tennessee? Um, no, Tennessee has the lead in the division now. They beat Indiana. Oh, so Houston. No, Houston leads the division. Tennessee right now is oh. out of the playoffs. The season ends today. But they're seven and five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was going to say the Brownies, but they're done. No, oh, gosh. Yeah, the Browns are Yeah, Browns are over. Done. I was, I was, I was the trying Browns to, I was trying to week, convince myself. Things would have been different. But there was hope. Uh, do you have another guy on the wide receiver? Um, No, I have to pull up those. It didn't look, it didn't, <laughs> like, it really didn't look that I didn't really, I didn't really, uh, it's been, it's been um, vanilla. So, so a lot of the names haven't changed from week to week, like A.J. Brown, Cole Beasley. Right. Um, one guy who's interesting, Anthony Miller. 
Okay. Of the Bears, the receiver. He, like, <clears throat> he has so many, like, boom and bust weeks. Right. Uh, this week, I don't, I want to pull up the numbers of what he got, but I know he caught a touchdown at least. Mm-hmm. I got to pull it up. Catching Weak. the Beasles. Oh, okay. Yeah, Anthony Milley. So, oh, he didn't get a touchdown, but he had 13 targets. The problem is... Nine catches, 140 yards. Taylor Gabriel might return this week. Yeah, that's a problem. And the other problem is Mitch Trubisky blows chunks. <laughs> it was a great matchup against Detroit. Next three weeks, he plays Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, all rank in the top 10 against wide receivers. So there goes my Anthony Miller take. <laughs> GG. Uh, yeah. Who I, on this list do you see that it's like appealing at all? A.J. Brown. No, same. stop. It's the same situation with James Washington and uh, – Ryan Tannehill has been a better quarterback. That is true. Than Marcus Mariota, I like, I like him only because you can get him. He's a guy that three, it's another. Had, it's another catches for four targets for forty yards this week. I know it's another gross play, but he has explosiveness that if you play him against a good matchup and he gets open and scores a touchdown, you you have a really good week on your hands. But he's got he's gotten twenty plus twice out of twelve games this yeah. season. I mean, I don't think he's a bad own. I'm I'm surprised that he's not owned in more leagues after we push him so much. <laughs> uh, Cole Beasley is my other guy. Yeah, he's been, um, he's, he's, he's been on my list every quietly, week. secretly, been having uh, a decent okay season. He's been having a. I've been saying it every week. He gets like ten points, and with and if he has like a one or two more catches with a touchdown, he's gonna get a twenty point week, and that's what happened this week. Yeah, his revenge um, game his, against his the Cowboys. schedule. You can't play him in week 16, unfortunately. No. But uh, Honestly, I wouldn't even play him this week against Baltimore. Or against Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, I mean, pick him up at your own risk. I, it, the big thing is that it, the Buffalo Bills offense is all over the road. So it's like, you know, you're hoping that this guy gets 10 targets a game, 9, mm-hmm. 10 targets. But he just isn't consistently targeted like that. Um, you know, you could, you could have, you could have a nine point week. I mean a nine target week, or you could have one of those three target weeks. Just, it varies. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what you can expect, uh, from him. Uh, the only other guy is somebody that ascended into, um, ascended into wide receiver two hood over in, uh, Green Bay, Alan Lazard. Why am I talking about Alan Lazard right now? <sighs> You shouldn't. He is he is now the wide receiver too, in uh, Yippee Kaye in Green Bay. <laughs> we've been we've been trying to figure out you know hey what guy's going to be out there for everyone. <laughs> we've been trying to figure out for uh, Green you know, Bay's receiving the better half Adams the just... better half of a year. Who the hell the second wide receiver is for the for the Green Bay Packers? Honestly, I've been trying to figure that out for like. Five years. Alan Lazard had 17 fantasy points this week. He three did. targets, 103 yards, and a three touchdown. Three targets. That's, That's so scary. It's so scary. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm probably not picking up Yeah, Lazard. I'm probably not either. Deep um, leagues, though, I think you can consider it. Uh, another guy I've been talking about for a couple weeks now. Don't know how much he's owned in leagues, um, but... It's probably going to go backwards now that the quarterback change has happened. But since the switch to uh, Nick Foles, Foles, we've had uh, eight and nine targets for D.D. Westbrook. Oh, look at that. But now that we're switching back, you probably won't. He had 18 fantasy points this week. So to me, there's no one else really that um, 
I would really jump on. If if Julio Jones does miss time, Russell Russell Gage is a guy that you might want to go after. Um, yeah, that is true. If Julio, but outside of that, it's not. I, I, there's no one else really that I'm looking at for wide receivers. Yeah, uh, Randall Cobb maybe, but I don't even know if I want that. <clears throat> I'm probably not. Let's move into our um, tight ends and discuss some tight ends as we uh, move to conclude the show. Um, the number one guy for me is uh, who's Arizona playing this week? <laughs> Ari- who's Arizona playing? Yeah, dude, Cardinals. Hold on, I'm looking it up. I have no idea. I think it's. Oh no, it's um. Cardinals play the Steelers this week. Okay, so go out and pick up Vance McDonald and start him. Well, there you go. Are you sure about that? Because I did that two weeks ago and he got me zero points. Yeah, he's playing. So everyone was like, everyone was like, um, oh, well, um, our good friend, uh, who is the starting tight end for the freaking Los Angeles Rams? Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Everyone was like, I'll go out. Oh, yeah. Gerald Everett against Arizona. It's going to be a great week. Gerald Everett out. Oh, no. We can't start anyone. No tight ends. Freaking Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby had 20 fans. But Tyler you know Higby funny? Get 20 I should have said points. this. But I, we didn't know he was out at the time. Yeah. I would have been all over Tyler Higby last week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say right now, run to your waiver wire no. and do the gross thing and pick up Vance McDonald. I can't, I can't, I can't be on. It is literally defense. becoming something that you feature in your offense when you play Arizona. I just can't. I can't do it. I cannot. You honestly myself. might be able to get away with streaming tight ends against Arizona rest of the season. Dude, you want to have You Vance, have Vance McDonald this week. You have uh, David Njoku next week, probably on your waiver wire. Dude. And then the following week after that, Vance you have McDonald Jacob McDonald has Hollister. played in every game since week three, okay? He hasn't played Arizona, has he? He's played in every game since week three. One, four, one, bye week. Three, 11, two, four, zero point five, three. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can start Vance McDonald, oh, dude. I can't do it. Don't do it over like Darren Waller or you know Zach Ertz or you know they're like five tight ends. But if you're if you're down in the dumps and you don't have a tight end, you I can you can just start Vance McDonald. Do it. Take a shot in the dark. So uh, I'm trying to find out how many points per game are given up to the tight end position by this freaking football team, and I can't find it. So. Frick me. It's a lot, though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's probably around the 15 to 16 range. But um, anyway, Hollister's probably the number one guy that I would go out and pick up. My number Seattle, one guy. Seattle's tight end. Uh, okay. they've, been t- they've been targeting the tight end position significantly. Yeah, Hollister's been a beast. Um, But my number... Actually, you know who is my actual number one guy? No, it's not OJ Hollister. Howard. I'd rather jump off a bridge. You have some vendettas against I these do. tight ends. Uh, it's in joke. You got burned by Vance McDonald I, three weeks ago, and you're like, "Dude, he blows." You're like, "I uh, carrying." The I fly. love I love David and Joku. Um, main reason is his playoff matchups too. First of all, he's played one game this year. Yeah, he had 11 points. He had hype going into the season as a top 10 fantasy tight he didn't end. Play this week, right? He did not play this week. Um, he's gonna play. He's expected to play this upcoming week. Yeah. against Cincinnati at home. Should be a good matchup. Next week he plays Arizona, who ranked dead last against tight ends. So, And then week 16, don't start. He's playing Baltimore. But for the next <laughs> two weeks, I'm thinking Joku is actually yeah. going to be a good start. Oh, shoot. Drop my pencil. 
And he's only owned in 17% of leagues on NFL.com. Uh, I don't know what it is for every other league. You so pull that up, but yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I actually do like David and Joku. I don't. I just my thing is is and and I wish I had. I wish I had actually talked about this during the. I was really nervous about Browns players, and I think I did talk about the amount that they were going to throw the football and the amount that they were going to get their offensive yeah. really involved and. So it was just kind of difficult for me to put the puzzle pieces together for them, how many targets guys were going to get. Seeing their offense now in full, I, I don't see the target share for David and Joku being that large. It might be four to be... five game, four to five times a game. Uh-huh. You, they do have easy, easy matchups, so I, I think he is a great add if you need a tight end late in the season. I don't know how much it's going to be either, but I think he's going to be their number one red zone guy. Probably. You and know, he's going to steal matchups? all his targets away from Jarvis Landry. And go from there. Um, what did Landry get this week? Ten. Yes, Landry's been better than Odell all season. Yep, that's true. Um, another guy that I think you should target at the tight end position um, in in an offense that has been slightly improving or passing offense, I should say. Rushing offense has been not there. Patrick Laird. I know who you're talking the about the Miami Dolphins and Mike Gesicki. So through the first, I talked about Mike Kosicki in the off season, and uh, he obviously didn't do what <laughs> you wanted him to. Right. Um, but he had six targets, two targets, three targets, zero targets, seven targets, four targets, three targets from weeks one through eight. Since then, weeks nine yeah, to thirteen, is- he has six targets, six targets, six targets, second, seven targets, seven targets, and he's seen a slow increase, and he has. Two touchdown catches in the last two games. This mm-hmm. week he had seventy-seven, five catches, seventy-nine yards, and a touchdown. So, this is a guy that you could pick up late in the season. We've talked about Fitzpatrick loving the tight end position more than his own children. <laughs> he loves to throw it to tight ends. Don't know what it is, but he's starting to target since they put Fitzpatrick in the game. And gave him starts. Mm-hmm. He has been targeting Mike Gesicki a lot. Yeah, no, he um, has. The only problem is efficiency. I mean, they're, they're, you're gonna have which is gonna happen. He's you're on the gonna have. Yeah, he's on the Dolphins. This is like one of the only him and De- 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 uh, Devontae Parker are the only two guys that I really want to go after. But which is a huge improvement from what they were like four weeks ago. I know. But uh, so Mike Gesicki is a guy that I would I would definitely add. I want to see one more week if you can. Um, yeah. But the end of season schedule, the Jets, Giants, and Cincinnati is not, <laughs> not bad. I should say. Um, is there anyone else at the tight end position before we talk about and end the show with our QB streamers? I think that's it. So, somebody that we haven't talked a lot about in recent weeks um, and kind of fell off a little bit uh, is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, if he's not owned in your league, pick him up against the Detroit Lions. He's my QB streamer of the week. Detroit gives up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. He's he's almost guaranteed to have a good week. Um, so pick him up, start him, and hold your breath. I agree with that one. He was my guy, but you stole him from me. Snacks. And since you're the one that gets all the picks here, I have to change my pick again. Um, all the time. You just get the <laughs> sheet faster. Which is okay because I have multiple guys. My QB streamer of the week is Sam Darnold. I know he had a terrible week. And everybody's gonna flip out against Cincinnati. Yep. Um, but it was at Cincinnati, which he's been much better at home this year than he's been on the road. 
uh, other than the one game against New England where he had minus six points. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but he was seeing ghosts. He's no longer seeing ghosts. Um, Miami ranks 30th against quarterbacks. It's at home. I understand you're scared, but the previous three weeks he had 30, 29, 22. The home part is really important for him. Yeah, and I think he's going to get 20-plus this week. Yeah. It's too good of a matchup for you not to start. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, if you're streaming quarterbacks. If you're streaming quarterbacks. Darnold's a good matchup, um, and he's at home. I think that's the biggest thing. At home, quarterbacks... I told you the I told you the equation. Don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I told you the equation. There's three things you need to check off for streaming quarterbacks before you can throw a guy in a game and hope that they have a good game. This is why I didn't like. Um, I wasn't a huge. I loved Arnold this week, but I wasn't a huge fan of him coming into this week because he had uh, he was on the road. Yeah. Um. So Sam Darnold at home against Miami is a great play. Uh. Uh-huh. The first box I check is, do, does does the quarterback have a good matchup? The second box I check, is he at home? The third box I check, is he playing on Thursday Night Football, which is probably the most important one. <laughs> uh, and, and you just go with all three. If you get if you check all boxes and you say no to Thursday Night Football, boom, that's a, that's your guy. He's a streamable option. Yep, streamable option. Um, so that's kind of the equation that I use. He also, one I would add one more thing. He just can't absolutely blow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If the quarterback like sucks, like if, you're if talking about like, Ryan Finley, yeah, and he's at home against a good matchup. Don't don't play him. He has Dwayne to. Haskins. He has to have proved one. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. He has has to get like what I like to look at is has this guy scored thirty points in a you know in a game, or would you say like his career? I did it with Baker, so but I, I look at previous years too. Okay, but like, Darnold, I don't think ever did yeah. before. Oh no, he did last year. Remember the week 16 yeah. against the Packers where Rodgers had like 50 points? Right. Darnold, I think, also had like 35. So. Interesting. Yeah, I guess he checks that box too. All right, that'll do it for our QB streamers. Uh, don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. We're going to conclude the show. Uh, be sure to listen tomorrow as we discuss booms and busts. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and talk to you tomorrow, fantasy champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.